Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Making our picks for all the games, uh, our games of the week, betting locks, and our upset picks uh, as usual. Week one, usually harder to predict than any other week in the NFL season because everyone is fresh, ready to go. Uh, but we've seen some wild sort of games in week one uh, over the years, and you just don't know what to expect. So, from a betting standpoint, um, this is usually a week I like to kind of hold back on um, because. <laughs> You know, you get a, a full view of where everybody stands after one week, then you go into week two with a bit more confidence in what you've seen. But as of right now, we haven't seen these teams um, minus, you know, meaningless preseason games. So uh, that always makes week one an interesting pick uh, when you're trying to figure out how these games could unfold. Yeah, we've seen a lot of pretty major upsets that just are not indicative of how the entire season ends up going. Even I, we always reference that Bengals-Seahawks uh, game at the beginning of the of the Zach Taylor tenure uh, with as the Bengals head coach, they did lose that game, but it just was an idea of at the time Seahawks made all the bunch of playoff appearances. Still, you know, not with the not the same dominant team they had been, but were uh, definitely one of the top NFC contenders. The Bengals predicted and ended up being really bad. Obviously, it led to Joe Burrow, but they almost won that game. And there's been plenty of other ones uh, along the same lines that you look back at the at the after the season, you're like, how did that how did that result? go the way it did so um very fitting for i'll be actually in vegas this weekend so potentially making a couple of actual bets on the as you mentioned one of the more unreliable weeks of the entire year to do so but uh i overall just couldn't be more excited to have games that count that are back um enjoy the preseason but obviously it's just not the same as First week one, getting Scott Hansen, or if you have DirecTV, Andrew Siciliano, ready on your screen with, with Red Zone with a couple other screens with the games. So definitely a really fun time of year. And, uh, yeah, just really excited to, to get these games going, especially with the, the first one tomorrow night. Yep, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we will see how it plays out. But now we get into our picks. Uh, a fresh start for Dylan and I in our season-long predictions race here. Um, as Dylan pretty much took care of business last season. I think I got him in the playoffs, yeah. but um, in the actual season, it was, uh, it was all Dylan. I think he may have won it by double digits, but uh, we'll see if I can I can get off to a good start here. As we start with our games of the week, as always, and there was uh, quite a group here to pick from. I think you could have had four games to pick from here. Um, the two we did not pick, Chargers, Raiders, and um, the Packers, Vikings, I think could just as easily mm-hmm. have a case for, for games of the week here, but there are two others that are maybe a little more intriguing, and that's why I went with the Bills and the Rams. Uh, shocker, the opening night game here. The Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Um, you know, as we said, these are – you go back to our, our picks for the season. Um, you know, these are two teams that certainly have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, and I think, Dylan, this was your official Super Bowl yeah. pick. 
so the rematch, Dylan's already looking forward to in the Super Bowl many months from now, but uh, we got to do game week one first. And, you know, this is one, like I mentioned, all these games, I'm going to, it's going to be the same thing. Like, it's just a, you know, I think you're really just taking your pick here um, on a good amount of these games based on what you could see in week one. All the hype surrounding the Bills, uh, but the Rams are the defending champions. I'm going to go with the Rams at home here. Um, I, you know, that's not an indictment on the Bills. I think this will be a yeah. fantastic game, but um, I, I think there's something to the champions coming out, being at home and hearing all the talk about how the Bills are going to be the ones to dethrone them. Uh, I think the Rams maybe step up, win this game by a field goal. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I, they, I mean, they delivered a classic just two years ago that basically, yeah, not a lot of people got to watch because it was in the early window with a lot of other games. It wasn't one of the premier games on, I believe, it was on Fox, but it was, and it was during the COVID season. So fans in Buffalo went back and forth. The Rams made a big comeback. Buffalo ended up eking out a victory with a last-minute uh, touchdown there. I think it's going to be another exciting game. Yeah, this was my Super Bowl pick. I'm picking the inverse of my Super Bowl result here. I have the, the Rams winning this one. Rams, uh, as you've probably seen all over the place, uh, have never um, lost a, a season opener under Sean McVay. They're 5-0. and yeah, we looked at last year, the Bills, yeah, with a lot of hype going in the last season after almost making the Super Bowl. They fell flat in their season opener against the Steelers. I think they're going to perform really well here. I, I just I think this is, like you said, to a certain extent, kind of a coin flip game. ESPN's, uh, their football power index has this almost as an even split. They have the Rams winning 49.9% of the time, the Bills 49.6% of the time, and the remaining uh, 0.4 is a tie. So they essentially have this as a dead even Lock um, without Tre'Davious White. I mentioned this a bit um, with the secondary for Buffalo that they might be a little thin beyond him at corner. Obviously, they Jordan Poyer looks like he's going to be able to play, which is huge for them. Um, overall, with Vaughn in there too, it's definitely been a different uh, defensive approach here, and, a, and more maybe get some uh, more attention that's going to have to go his way. Obviously, the Rams with Joe Noteboom if they match up Vaughn on him, sometimes that's going to be interesting to see how in his first time as the full time starter for the Rams, how he responds. I just think uh, the Rams' defense itself hasn't enough uh, weapons to match up pretty well. I, I do think fantasy-wise, Gabe Davis, if, you, if you're if you banking on him having a big season, um, this game in terms of Stefan Diggs I is am. probably going to be on Ramsey quite a bit. So I could see him having some uh, putting up some numbers, but I just think with the corner issues, that are even with Van Jefferson likely out for this game, but we'll see. There might be more information by the time this podcast comes out. I think the Rams will get, uh, score some points, and uh, I think Cam Akers is going to look better. I think at times uh, teams are able to run through Buffalo. I do not think the Rams will do that, but I do think they'll be able to run the ball at a better, bit better clip. It's been a focus for them on this uh, season to to make sure to marry that the, the passing game with the run game a bit better. They still put up huge numbers passing despite not really running the ball all that well at times last season. And, uh, yeah, I think I just think it will be a really good game regardless. Game of the week, for sure, the, uh, uh, will be up there with the top few games of the week. I'd be surprised if either team ran away with this one, but I'll give the Rams a slight edge um, at home. With, like you said, a lot of the Bills are favorite despite the Rams winning the uh, Super Bowl. Maybe there'll be a bit of a chip on their shoulder, but I think, yeah, not an indictment by any means of what Buffalo is going to do as the team that I've been picking ultimately to win the Super Bowl. All right, Dylan's game of the week here, which, again, you can – mix and match these i think they're they're all good choices bucks at the cowboys bucks also like the bills two and a half point road favorite here as they head to arlington uh to play the cowboys and uh, speaking of super bowl picks the bills were dylan's super bowl pick the bucks my super bowl pick <laughs> and uh that makes this one kind of interesting we looked at it here um you know look i i think the cowboys and the eagles as i mentioned are pretty much neck and neck probably for the nfc east um 
I ultimately went with the Eagles, uh, picking them to win the division, pick the Cowboys to make the playoffs. I think the Bucks will uh, certainly have a cakewalk in the uh, NFC South, but uh, it may be close to that given what their roster looks like compared to some of the other teams there. So um, I think this is another, you know, very fun matchup to start the season. Um, you got Tom heading into to Jerry World there, and um, I think it'll be a lot of fun just matchup-wise to kind of see how both these teams are able to kind of combat the other, especially on the offensive side and, and really what they can accomplish in this game. I'm going to go with the Bucks. They were my Super Bowl pick. Uh, I'm going to get them off to a 1-0 start here, but um, look, this, this should be a really good game. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, going back to last season, that was a season opener as well in Tampa Bay on Thursday night. And a lot of people kind of put that as a lock for the, the Bucks. They did end up winning the game, but as even a betting lock, they barely won with the last second field goal to defeat Dallas. It ended up being one of the games of the week one last season. I think it, there's a chance it will be again. I, I think the, the Cowboys have started out hot at certain times over the last few years. I think that they're, yes, they do have uh, question marks for sure with their pass catchers but I don't think again that Tampa's defense as we kind of talked about in the season previews with some of the guys that have left I don't know if it's as strong as it has been um I wouldn't be surprised by any means if it steps up and it still ends up being one of the better defenses in the league but I, I think there's a chance to take a bit of a step back uh, this game another one that feel like it could go either way surprisingly ESPN's football power index has the Cowboys as a 62% winner here which I was pretty shocked by given the spread and obviously what we know about Tampa is one of the best teams in the league I still uh, very much believe in the Bucks as we've talked about quite a bit but I'm going to go with Dallas just eking this one out more of it maybe a little bit of a feel thing here but I think either way this will be uh, maybe not it's going to be hard to deliver on what they did last year that was an incredible back and forth game but I I do think it'll still be another one of the uh, top games this weekend Yep, I think so too. So uh, yeah, two really good ones here: Bills, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys. Uh, take your pick on uh, the game of the week. All right, to our betting locks. This is where we make our money here, and um, we had a decent season last year, from what I remember. Um, but uh, always a tough one, Dylan, because we try to try to get a streak going to start the season. Always hard with that first game because uh, again, some of these can just be crapshoots. You don't really know how they're going to play out. Uh, but I file, I found one here that honestly, I looked through all the rest and like, there was just a lot that I was just like, man, these are, there's not a lot of those, you know, as you get, as the season goes on, those double digit spreads or anything like that, you're really just trying to find the best ones, perhaps, uh, value wise. Well, I'm going to go to Cincinnati and, uh, that is where the Bengals host the Steelers. The Bengals are six and a half point favorites in this game. Against the Steelers, if this was seven and a half, I probably would not make this my betting lock. But the fact that it is a touchdown game here, uh, I think the Bengals win this game by at least seven. I think it's all about their offense to me. I know the Steelers can do some things defensively, probably to, to challenge them a little bit. But I just have no expectations for the Steelers' offense, which means I can only be, um, you know, surprised in a good way uh, if I'm starting with zero expectations for this offense. Uh, and I just think that. The Bengals are in a nice spot here, and, and I think they win this by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I, I, if I was, if you hadn't made it your lock, I would have definitely considered it. Um, it's right up there with uh, the one that I'm going to ultimately pick. But I just, you know, the, the, the games last year, the Bengals really took it to them. Uh, I think the Steelers' defense is going to be really good, but just with the improvements along the offensive line, I don't know in the, in the secondary and a linebacker at times if, if you get Tyler Boyd matched up with the wrong guy. 
it's going to be a bit of a mismatch there. Overall, just think they have too many weapons. On the flip side, until I see Pittsburgh's offense, it's it's really less so about even if Cincinnati puts up a ton of points. But I, I'm more concerned if Pittsburgh's offense is able to get any any sort of push against Cincinnati's front in the secondary wise. We'll see if the, how these guys match up. But I just you know it's also Mitch Trubisky now confirmed that he's going to be the starter. And yes, he looked really good in his. Um, limited snaps with Buffalo and it seems like that experience has propelled him into a possible possible rejuvenation of his career but I I don't know I I feel like the Bengals at home especially with all the you know we're talking about the with the Rams being an underdog and maybe having a chip on their shoulders in week one there's a lot of people including myself that are not picking the Bengals that made the Super Bowl to win their own division so I think it's another team that's going to have a chip on their shoulder going into the season I think it'll be a really fun game but I would I'm picking the Bengals and I tend to agree with you they're definitely one I I feel like they can win this by at least a touchdown all right storylines of plenty in this next game for Dylan's uh, betting lock as Joe Flacco is going to be going up against the Ravens in the year 2022 um, just wild to think about. But the Ravens are on the road against the Jets. Ravens six and a half point favors as well in this one. Um, this is another one I thought about too. You know, I probably honestly narrowed it down to these two and there was one other game I considered. But um, and yeah, I mean, with, with Flacco running the show for the Jets here against his old team, yes, you know, revenge or whatever. I don't even know if that's – how can you even kind of look at it at that point, uh, at this point in, in things in his career. But um, – I just think the Ravens are just a better team at this point. And, again, maybe your thoughts are a little bit different if the quarterback situation is different for the Jets. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like this is one where the Ravens' defense will probably maybe put itself in a position to pick up a score um, offensively. You know, maybe a little bit of a grind for the Ravens here. We'll see. But uh, I, I'm i with you. I'm picking the Ravens to win this game. And my expectation is that they should win this by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm not <sighs> – I want to believe in the Jets. We've talked about them. It's a while ago now since we did our AFC East preview. I think it was the first one we did. Um, I'm excited to see what they if they take a step forward as a team, but I just still believe that their offense it's just not in a good place. Defense also maybe takes a step forward. I think, like you said, that if anything, if if the Jets do find a way to cover, it's because the Ravens' offense gets off to a sluggish start. Um, but a lot of a lot of the reports about Rashad Bateman have been that he's getting open constantly, no matter what the coverage is, no matter what's happening there. So I, I'm excited to see that matchup with Sauce Gardner, given that how what this guy's college stats were and how he himself has looked in the preseason. I think the combination of them together will be one of the fun matchups to watch here. But overall, I just with especially without Zach Wilson, but just overall with the Jets' offense, I don't know. I just don't see them with this. Isn't the Ravens' defense last year that had like more than half their starters? Heard at any point if you look at the injury report no injured players listed obviously they've had some guys uh with injuries previously but i yeah it's i'm looking at them and i'm like man this this is not this team is has enough depth there even if there are question marks in the secondary uh maybe maybe this is maybe this does qualify as one of those wacky week one games where you get a crazy result i wouldn't be completely shocked but out of all the options here with you know with Marcus Peters back with uh, with Humphrey there and bringing in Kyle Fuller. I don't know. I just think that there's enough talent on this defense, even if they don't get a great pass rush at all times um, on the outside, they can get enough pressure through the uh, middle. And, and uh, yeah, I'll go with the Ravens at least winning this one by a touchdown. Yeah, I think that's a good pick for that one. So there are betting locks, both going with uh, six and a half point favorites here in the Bengals and the Ravens. All right, to our upset picks where you can also make some money here with some of these um dylan is 
he's ambitious, I think, on his choice. But um, we'll talk about mine first because we both actually picked this one as well. But uh, Dylan has one from a point spread-wise that's bigger than this one. All right, the Jags head to Washington to take on the Commanders, not just Washington. They are the Commanders, and uh, they are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home here. I don't know. This is one of those games, Dylan, where it's like flip a coin. I don't know what to expect from either one of these two teams this season. Um, I know there's been a lot of hype surrounding the Jags. Commanders just kind of feel like they're just there to me. Um, I think they'll be a solid team, but, you know, I don't think this is one of those teams that we're talking about as making a playoff run or anything like that. Um, I think they'll be good, maybe at best. Um, at worst, I have no idea what to expect from them. I'm going to go Jags here just because, again, this is one of those kind of throwaway upset picks in week one that low point spread. Um, I could see the Jags winning this game if Trevor Lawrence and the offense come out and, and maybe they're kind of clicking early on. Uh, also, though, I could also see a situation where, you know, maybe Carson Wentz comes out with something to prove here and, and Washington takes care of business. But there weren't a lot of, you know, upsets here. I mean, I picked the Rams to beat the Bills. That's not a... You know, same point spread, but that's not like a huge upset or anything. I don't think this is either, but, um, you know, this was another one I had on the board, so I'll go Jags over Commanders here. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Jags as well, obviously. As you mentioned, I, I I just it's more of an excitement for what Trevor Lawrence and this offense and what they might be able to bring uh, this season, even if it doesn't lead to more than, you know, six however many wins. But this is one right off the bat, I think a rejuvenated young roster with a lot of really talented guys that um, haven't, you know, maybe they don't have all the, the proven track records, but I think over the course of the year could put together a pretty solid campaign. I think these teams are neck and neck, really. I'm not as high on Washington as we've talked about in terms of especially their offense. I don't th- expect the defense to have as bad of luck on third down and fourth down as they had some pretty uh, outlier kind of numbers in terms of their lack of or the inability to get off the field at certain times. Also, the Chase Young, his status seems uh, was uh, something that I had been thinking about, although it looks like th- there had been a report um, uh, from a, that's now been since deleted about uh, Chase Young re-aggravating his knee injury at a Von Miller pass rushing camp, and then now uh, other reporters for the uh, commanders came back and said that he wasn't even there and he's on track. So, I mean, his status for sure plays a role here. I, I do think that defense lacks a, a, a significant bite if he's not in there. Um, so those kind of things uh, contribute to ultimately thinking Jacksonville has a chance to win here. Uh, I, I'm not as I'm not buying into uh, Carson Wentz quite yet. I need probably to see a little bit more. This is also the team. Maybe, uh, maybe there's a little bit of demons haunting him a bit here this is the team that knocked out his uh colts last season in that final game where they all they do is beat the jags and make the playoffs they only scored like i think nine points or something i'm not saying necessarily washington's going to have that poor performance but i do think it's going to be a sluggish game and ultimately trevor lawrence makes enough plays to deliver jacksonville a week one w all right on to dylan's upset pick the chiefs are at the cardinals chiefs are five and a half point favorites on the road against the cardinals apparently dylan has revised his super bowl pick since we did our uh, previous episode uh, and maybe he's picking the cardinals here to win it all um but no i i think it's an interesting week one matchup because look we talked about the chiefs maybe a team that's i don't want to say in transition because i think that would mean that they were you know gonna just bottom out here and all that but i don't think this chiefs team necessarily is as strong as the one we've seen in recent seasons week one game against a you know a, a high-powered offense that at its best you know can be very challenging to defend uh, in the Cardinals, so I, I I don't hate this pick for you, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Chiefs to win the game. But 
Um, I, I, you know, if we did from a point spread standpoint here, I think that mm-hmm. five and a half is probably a little too high for me for this one. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I'm not necessarily I'm picking the Cardinals to win the game because I do think there's good value there given that spread that, um, that they could find a way to get this done. They've, they've started, as we've talked about, I know DeAndre Hopkins isn't playing, they've, but they've started really well uh, in the Cliff Kingsbury era. They, they even uh, Not even before last year where they, they started the year 8 or 9-0 and before they lost to the Packers. Uh, they, they won their first three games, I believe, in 2020. They've always kind of gotten off hot before things cool down and when Kyler's fully healthy when Kingsbury's got his the, the new plays and the new kind of things going on that teams haven't adjusted to yet they've had some solid performances and I've talked about in this with Kansas City still the concerns with their defense for everything that I think their offense can be and, and will be over the course of the year I think their their defense just has so many question marks in the back end if Hopkins was playing this game I, I'm sure this the spread would have uh, gone down a bit um this is one where I you know like I said I'm in Vegas this weekend I may just put the Cardinals to cover but I do think it's it, it's a closer game than we're, we're giving credit for with uh, where the Cardinals can be um and have been at certain times early in seasons I, I do think their defense is due for some regression this year but I think they have enough talent to possibly compete compete here and I, I think it's more of a coin flip game than we're really giving credit for that Chiefs did have some games, at, you know, earlier last year where they did have some sluggish performances against teams you felt like they could have beaten. Um, I, maybe I'm crazy here. Maybe the Chiefs will just win this by two touchdowns as a Rams fan. I would not be upset about that by any means. But um, I'll go with the Cardinals here. They're also a slight ESPN's Power Football uh, Football Power Index actually has the Cardinals as a slight favorite, which is kind of crazy. So just one where the spread. I know that all the headlines and everything in the offseason have been so negative about the Cardinals. I've been pretty negative about the Cardinals, but maybe it's gone a little too far with a five and a half point spread here, but we'll see. Maybe Mahomes will just go nuclear and it won't even matter. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is one of those that I, I will probably bet on for the Cardinals just because of where that spread's at. I don't think I'll pick them on the money line or anything, but I think five and a half, that's it's one of the ones I've circled. It's probably one of the better bets I feel like potentially of the week, so um, yeah, I find that's kind of an interesting choice there. So all right, those are our main three categories, of course, we go through. And now we'll go through our quick picks here, picking all the rest of the games in the NFL. And uh, we'll let you know if there's anything betting-wise we're leaning towards on any of those two. We start with the Saints at the Falcons. Saints five-and-a-half-point favorites in Atlanta. Didn't really think twice about this one, Dylan. Um, picking the Saints here. Although this is, again, one of those tricky divisional week one games that everybody's down on the Falcons. Maybe this is kind of where we were with the Bengals a couple years ago we, we see it coming with the falcons we see that potential super bowl run on the horizon a few seasons from now um i'm just kidding i don't think that's going to happen I, I think the saints are going to win this game and, and that's that yeah i think it, for me it wasn't a, a overly tough pick i think the defense for the saints is just too good for what the falcons are presenting at this point in offense i'm excited to see what Pitts and, and Drake London and these guys can do over the course of the year. But they're all, on the flip side, their defense, I just don't have a lot of trust in where that unit is. I think it's uh, definitely a few steps away from being at a place where I'm going to be thinking they're going to be able to do much. I, I think they probably have a bottom five defense, as I've talked about in the NFC South preview. So, yeah, Saints, uh, I know these games have historically kind of been closer than what you might expect. That's why I ultimately stayed away from it as the upset of the week. If, uh, this is what uh, there are a lot of great rivalries in the NFL, but this is one that has more of a, almost a college football kind of feel to when you talk to fans of these teams, they just do not like each other on a level that is visceral. <laughs> so, um, and it tends to kind of show in the, the results. The Falcons, despite um, 
despite the not being as good of a team the last few years, have still competed well with the Saints and gotten some uh, victories. So that's why I stayed away from the upset of the week, but I or uh, even a, a betting lock here for the Saints, I should say. But I still think the Saints will get the win. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, 49ers, the Bears, uh, also one of the higher point spreads of the week. Niners are six and a half point favorites. In Chicago, uh, we've said it many times, I have no idea what to expect from the Bears this season. Um, Niners, much higher on, feel pretty good about their chances to potentially make a Super Bowl run here. Uh, it's all going to depend on, think, Trey Lance and what we get out of him. But I think this is a Niners win. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears make this interesting. Uh, I'd probably stay away from this one betting-wise just because I – Again, it's one of those games where I don't think the Bears are going to be terrible, but I don't think they're going to be to the Niners level. So that makes the Niners a bit for me. Yeah, I'm picking the Niners as well. I, I just think their defensive front with what where the Bears' offensive line, I, there's some optimism about some of these guys that have performed well in camp and in the preseason for the Bears along their line that have been unexpected uh, standouts that, yeah, maybe over the course of the year the Bears' offensive line isn't as bad as I initially thought going into the year. But against the Niners' front where they can just throw body after body after you, they have a lot of health there. I don't think the Bears have the weapons on the outside to, to take advantage of some of the weaknesses in the secondary for the 49ers. On the flip side, I, I, I you know, there's some uncertainty. Um, as we've talked about Trey Lance, we're both optimistic about what he can do over the course of the year um, and with the weapons they have. I think they'll they'll be fine. I think against this Bears defense, maybe it's not the easiest matchup overall to start their season. Maybe it's not a high-scoring game and another one where it's like, all right, I don't know about a lock here. Um, the Bears couldn't find a way on defense to keep it, make it a sluggish game and keep it close. But I think the 49ers are the better team and ultimately didn't have a, too tough of a time picking them to win this one. Yep, both picking the Niners here in this one. Eagles of the Lions. Eagles three and a half point favorites in Detroit. Uh, this is one I thought about, Dylan, to make my potential upset of the week. I almost picked the Lions here. Maybe it's coming off of the hard knocks buzz. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe that was the, the hard knocks hangover, perhaps. But uh, I, again, have said many times I'm high on the Eagles entering the season. Very curious to see what this offense looks like. Uh, but I also said that I think the Lions will be better this season. I don't think it's going to be good enough to challenge for the division title or anything like that, but I do think the Lions will be sneaky good at times uh, in some of the things that they can accomplish. So um, this could be this could be an interesting one. I'd probably stay away from this one betting-wise because I think there is a chance the Lions take this thing to the wire. Three and a half if it was a three. I'd love that a little bit more from the Lions. Or, yeah, for, from the Eagles' standpoint, perhaps. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Lions and a field goal, I may take that point spread-wise. But the uh, Eagles, I think, are winning it. Yeah, I, I just think I'm, you know, on both sides of the ball, the Eagles are still in a, a better place right now. The way I'm predicting um, the Lions would be, I think the Lions' offense of line, obviously, at a lot of places have listed as a top five unit, at least top ten. I think there is optimism there, and what this offense can do over the course of the season might maybe put up enough points to win more games, as we've talked about, than last year. But their defense just still has a lot of question marks. And I, Philadelphia got on a roll; they figured out an identity. Now you throw in AJ Brown, the matchups on the outside. They, they don't. I don't think they have enough guys in the secondary to to really stop both A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith overall with the offensive line. I think it's a mismatch up front. So just, yeah, I think the Eagles are the better team. And I I did consider this as a possible lock. Um, maybe maybe part of it, like you just mentioned, is the, the hard knocks kind of residual effect. Um, some places have moved this uh, line to four. Uh, we, we have FanDuel's odds here. So they, they may have also moved the four since I added these uh, earlier Wednesday morning. But um, 
um, yeah, if, if I had if I had to bet, I'd probably like you said, I'd probably pick Detroit to cover. Maybe it's a backdoor cover; they get a touchdown late to take it from a ten point game to three. Um, but I think the Eagles are just a better team, so I had to pick them here. I've decided, Dylan, as of right now, we're going to start adding this every week. I'm going to give you a parlay at the end of all of these. I'm going to give you a three-team parlay on the picks. So how about that? Wait for that at the end yes. of the episode. I've already got one in mind. So, there you go. All right. Patriots at the Dolphins. Dolphins, three-and-a-half-point favorites. This is not going to be part of the parlay, by the way. Um, the <laughs> the Dolphins, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I, again, you know, Dolphins, I feel like, could go either way here. But I have said before, I, I am not as high on this Patriots team. I just, I don't know. They're missing that extra something. And, of course, I'm not comparing it to the – Super Bowl teams, but I, I still look at this team and like I just I don't know. There's something lacking here for me on paper. Maybe it plays out much differently once they start playing the games, but um, I don't know. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins, and as I'm saying this, Dylan is changing his pick from the Dolphins to the Patriots. So apparently he's found something that he likes about the Patriots, but for me, I want to see it. But I, you know what? I can say the same thing about the Dolphins too. So um, I think you know there is a lot of hype surrounding this Dolphins team, but. I think they take care of us this year. I think, yeah. So I had the Dolphins initially, and I, I kind of didn't think insanely hard about this, but I think this is a pretty even matchup. I know the Patriots have historically struggled uh, in Miami, especially even in the Tom Brady era, especially lately. Um, and just something about, though, it's a transitioning team for Miami. It's their first game with all these, these new guys. And, I, you know, I want to believe in them, and I think that I would love if Miami wins this game. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll be on the hype train. I'll be all over the Dolphins again, just like we were a couple of years ago. Um, but I want to see it first. Uh, I think I know there's been a lot of question marks about the offensive play calling and what's going on with New England. Um, I, I just feel like there's a chance that Belichick comes out, has some of the answers to what Mike McDaniel wants to do, and ultimately the Patriots get a, a win here. Mac Jones makes some. Some plays, and I, I do think the, the Dolphins' defense has more question marks than than it has had in previous years. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a really even game. I think the three and a half spread. I would pick. Uh, you know, ultimately, if I if I had kept the Dolphins, I probably would have still said I'd pick the Patriots to cover that. I think think a three point outcome either way is probably where I'm going with. I think this is going to be a tight game, and I don't know if it's going to be insanely high scoring. I, I could see this being more of like a twenty to seventeen final. Yeah, I think that's. Um... That makes it hard for me with this one. I just, uh, I don't know. So I want to see both teams before I, I kind of go all in on any sort of takes, I think, with either one of these. So uh, maybe the case for the Browns the Panthers as well. Although expectations are maybe not as high for these two teams at the moment. But, uh, of course, that could change uh, depending on the quarterback situation, perhaps for both. Of course, this is the Baker Mayfield revenge game here. Um, Panthers one-and-a-half-point favorites maybe perhaps because of that. But Dylan, I'll be honest with you. I looked at this spread and I was surprised that the Panthers were the favorite here. So that Me tells too. you all you need to know where I'm going with this one. I am going with the Browns to win this game. I don't know why. I just I did not expect the Panthers to be the favorite. Um, like I thought that I thought at best this would be like a pickup, but for the Panthers to be almost a two point favorite here, I I don't know. I don't I don't see it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Browns here because I even without Deshaun Watson, I mean Jacoby Brissett is fine enough and mm-hmm. i think when you look at the defense and their offensive options i don't know i just i was this was the when i looked at all the spreads and this was the one that i found the most surprising because like i thought the browns would be favored here yeah i thought they'd be a slight favorite not by a ton necessarily um I, maybe we're getting a little too far on the baker mayfield revenge tour in this game as we've talked about with carolina i think they're going to be pretty bad um 
all right, they might win this game. Uh, they, I mean, they're the favorite, obviously. Wouldn't it be a complete shock if they find a way to get it done? Uh, ESPN's Football Power Index has the Browns, though, as a 63% favorite, which is a pretty solid indication that they that they should be uh, the pick. Uh, it looks like a lot of people, the money spread consensus is 78% on Carolina. That is crazy. I What is uh, what, what, this, what are we not seeing on this game? Like I Well, I we'll, we'll find out maybe when we get to next week. Yeah. We'll see how it, it, it pans out, but I think it's just the Browns offensive line is still one of the if you don't think they're the top one necessarily right now, they're still a top 5 group. I think they're going to it's going to be a complete mismatch up front. I think they'll do enough things uh, to open some easier passes up for Jacoby uh, with some of the uh, different options they have. I don't know. I just don't on the flip side, I think we've, we've kind of talked about this with the Browns. I think their defense has a chance to be pretty solid. Uh, I think their secondary is pretty dang good. I think they have a really good front. They go into this game, you know, relatively healthy for, for them um, on the on the defensive side at least. I know there's some question marks in the offensive line health-wise for the Browns. But, yeah, with all their guys in there, I don't know. I just I don't see – I know Baker is – uh, as motivated as ever for this game, but I don't know. I just, the off- I, I think the, the war in the trenches in this game just is so in Cleveland is so much in Cleveland's favor. I I tend to, and when that happens, when it's overwhelming on both sides, in my opinion, I usually go with that team. So I'll go with the Browns. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking around at a lot of picks here, like just people making different picks, and like a lot of people are picking the Panthers. I just, I'm, we'll see. Like you said, we're, we're, this is one to start the season. Like we're going to be all in on here, and we'll <laughs> see if we're if we're right about it. So we'll. We'll have a good time either way next week when we talk about this game. All right, maybe not for this one. The Colts at the Texans. Colts are seven and a half point favorites. I think that's the highest point spread of the week, Dylan. Could be yeah. wrong on that based on, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. But not surprising there. Although, I think that's a, maybe a little high mm-hmm. um, because I think this Texans team, as I've said, uh, I don't, by no means am I going to compare it to the team that was running, you know, making the playoffs years in a row or anything like that. But I don't know. Seven and a half feels high to me. Um, to start the season on the road against a divisional opponent. Um, but, again, I think a lot of that's going to be dependent on what this defense looks like for the Texans uh, and maybe if Davis Mills can continue to look halfway decent because I think he did last year. Uh, but the Colts are the pick here to win the game. But, like I said, I think seven and a half is a little high for me. It's high for me. I, I Maybe reconsidering, though, when I look at the – I looked at just quickly the Texans' schedule. Last year, Indianapolis outscored them 62-3. to in their yeah, well, two matchups, so maybe maybe they have their number. Um, Nuke, uh, obviously, Levy Smith now is the head coach. Maybe things change a bit, but yeah, Colts are the pick. Uh, I, I agreed with you, though. I felt like this may be a little too high. Maybe I'll reconsider after this game. I'd like to see the Colts firmly beat uh, Houston as they uh, try to you know brush off last year's disappointment with Matt Ryan and. Uh, and now in, in place of Carson Wentz and try to, as we both picked them, to win this division. So, I, yeah, pick the Colts here, but I, I could see for sure week one, a little weirdness. I could see the Texans hanging in this one. All right, uh, we'll roll through quickly on the rest of these. Giants and the Titans. Titans, five and a half point favorites at home. Didn't really think twice about this one. I'll go with the Titans. Yeah, Titans for me as well. I, I just, I thought that spread could have been a bit higher. I consider this as a lock. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm a little too uh, high in that regard on the Titans in this matchup, but I just need to see more from the Giants before we get to uh, picking them to, to have an upset in this kind of spot. Excited to see what Brian Dable does in his first game. With, uh, see if schematically what the Giants can try to do to utilize some of their weapons, but I think Tennessee for sure is the pick here. All right, as my dog gets riled up, apparently, for this Titans-Giants game. Uh, we talk about a better game, I think. Packers at the Vikings. Packers, one-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. I started off picking the Vikings here. I changed it to the Packers because I feel like every time the, Vac- the Packers and Vikings play, I'm, I'm like, 
I feel like I always pick the home team, and you know, I think it's worked in many instances. But yeah, um, I I think this is again probably one of the games of the week. But I decided to go Packers here, even though I picked the Vikings to make the playoffs, and I think they will. But um, I think this is kind of a toss up to me, which again, one and a half point, you know, spread. You would expect that, but this should be a really good game. I'm curious to see what the Packers' offense looks like. Um, you know, maybe it, who emerges in terms of that receiving core. Um, and then, of course, just to kind of see the new look offense for the Vikings, what the defense will be able to do this season, that should be a lot of fun with this game. Yeah, this is a, a pick game for me. I could have – it's basically a coin flip. Um, I do believe in the Packers' defense, as I've talked about. I do think it's a tough matchup with some of the weapons Minnesota has. Excited to see what Kevin O'Connell does in this first game. I'll, and I'll go just like you said. If this game was in Green Bay, probably would have gone – with the Packers, but I'll go with the Vikings slightly edging them out, uh, maybe just uh, at times uh, on, on the other side of the ball without it takes still a little bit of adjusting period for some of the, the weapons that they're going to, these targets that used to go to Devontae Adams are going to be going to. Maybe it takes a little more time to get uh, the offensive passing game flowing here. Um, different matchup for sure without Mike Zimmer there for Aaron Rodgers. It'll be a different adjustment, but I'll go with the Vikings to slightly edge them out. All right, so on to the Chargers and the Raiders. Raiders at the Chargers here, three-and-a-half point favorites uh, are the Chargers in this one. Should be a great game. Like I said, I, I could even put this as probably one of the more interesting games mm-hmm. for me of the week, of course, down Dylan. We know why that is for me because I went all in on the Chargers and picked them to make the Super Bowl. But, um, you know, a week one loss by double digits to the Raiders, I won't feel too great about that Super Bowl pick. But I don't think that's going to happen. I'm going to pick the Chargers here. I'm very excited to see both of these teams what they look like. Uh, of course, Devontae Adams now with the Raiders. Just this Chargers offense, how good could they be? This should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be a great game. It'll be a great atmosphere. To, I'm sure plenty of Raider fans again in L.A., but I'm picking the Chargers in this one as they as they did win at home. Last season, I, I'm excited to see all the new faces on defense. I think while these guys are especially fresh and healthy, it'll be really exciting to see what Staley has in store, and I think there's enough things. I, I'm excited to see what Josh McDaniels does as well on the opposite side. But the offensive line for the Raiders, as we've talked about, a question mark for me. Um, and I, I think the Chargers addressed some of the some of the issues on defense that the Raiders were able to exploit in that Week week 18 game. So, yeah, Chargers are uh, the pick here. But um, the spread in some places has moved down to three. Uh, I feel like that's probably perfect. I think that's exactly where this game should be at with the atmosphere you're going to have in, in these two teams. It should be a lot of fun. Yep, it should indeed. And then we finish with the one I don't know. <laughs> the atmosphere will be great for this one. I don't know if the game will be as fun, but – the Broncos are six and a half point favorites uh, on the road against Seattle. Yeah, this should be. I mean, it's, look, it's Russell Wilson's return to Seattle here. This will be a lot of fun from that standpoint. You know, people yeah. say the NFL doesn't have atmosphere, maybe like college. Like this is this is one of those games. It's going to be a lot of a lot of fun, I think, from an atmosphere standpoint. Um, hopefully, weather permitting. But um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Broncos. I think Russell Wilson, new team, certainly better than his his old team at this point. Um, I mean, this was one that I almost considered as my lock of the week in terms of this mm-hmm. covering the six and a half. Um, I just, I, again, the Seahawks offense, I <laughs> maybe I'm just going way too overboard with this, but the quarterback matters. And I just, I don't really see it with the Seahawks team right now. Yeah, I don't see it either. I think they may put, they may put up, you know, at least enough points to get, keep this one within the, the six and a half point spread. That's, I didn't pick the, I just felt a little uncertain of, on you know with the the Broncos offense I want to see this group together see them really click uh, in a major way and see them really take off before start predicting them to put up huge point totals against the Seattle defense that over the course of the second half of last year really did improve um don't know if they're I think they're taking some solid building blocks quickly uh, in this rebuild but it is still very much the, the first year of a, a teardown um despite some of the guys they still have 
on that roster. So I think, yeah, the Broncos are the pick, but maybe the atmosphere, the emotion, maybe kind of like last year we thought, uh, you know, very different circumstances. Nothing's going to top Tom Brady going back to New England, but that game where he went back to New England last year and the Pats kept it really close, I don't think this Seattle team is as good as that, but I think atmosphere-wise, emotion-wise, I think Seattle will at least – Maybe they don't cover, but I, I don't see it being like a 20-point win for Denver. I, I could see it ranging from anywhere from like 6 to, to, to 10 points. All right, Dylan, are you ready? The first ever edition. Um, oh, boy. The parlay of the week here. Um, this is We're going to start adding these in. I'm just kind of – these are a lot of fun. The three-team parlay. Here's what I'm giving you this week, Dylan. I'm giving you the Browns straight up to beat the Panthers. So on FanDuel, this is plus 106. I'm giving you the Cardinals – Plus five and a half against the Chiefs. That's minus one hundred five on FanDuel, and I'm taking the Bengals minus six and a half uh, to beat the the Steelers. So that's minus one hundred six. So in this three leg parlay, you wager twenty five dollars, you win one hundred and seventy. What's not to love there, Dylan? I think that is um, that's my parlay of the week. There. There you go. I'd have to, to pull one up on sport on we'll FanDuel get you real quick. Next week. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do next you. week for me. I'll be I'll be prepared and get this ready to go. That's a, I, I like where you're going with that. Maybe I'll maybe instead I'll actually make a parlay this uh, this weekend and I'll yeah. come back and re- reveal how terribly it went. But uh, I like I like where your head's at there. Uh, some some solid picks and ones I feel pretty comfortable about. So definitely uh, definitely on par there to, to get a, a W for you early on. <laughs> Listen, even if you throw down five dollars, you can win thirty four here. Browns um, straight up against the Panthers. Cardinals to cover five and a half. Bengals to cover six and a half. That's my three. For the week, and uh, if I go 0-3, well, there's always week two. So, uh, But uh, as for week one, everything covered over at Clutch Points, Dylan. A lot of stuff, of course, going up over there. Let everybody know they can find all that. Yeah, you can go to clutchpoints.com to our NFL section. All of our previews for every single team are now out. Um, if you search NFL predictions, you'll find all those articles. They're all over the, that NFL homepage as well. And the Clutch Points app, you can find all of that content. You can follow all of the uh, regular season games now that they're back. Um, a lot of fun stuff. Some of the FanDuel odds are in there. We have our betting previews. They'll be coming out over the next couple of days. If you go to the, the betting section of our website or if you just search NFL odds on the website, all of those as they're published will be out. So, yeah, we'll have previews for every single game uh, from a betting perspective from a non-betting perspective all that uh, you can find at clutchpoints.com we might, end up, we might add in a fantasy category to each week in this episode we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll think about that give you guys a little bit something more as well uh, moving forward so we'll come up with the fantasy studs of the week uh, we'll see check everything out at clutchpoints any podcast that you search for that's fast and uh, thanks as always Goodbye.